This episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands was recorded on Gadigal Country. Sovereignty was never ceded. This always was, and always will be, Aboriginal land. Hi everyone, I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in bar bands. The last time that you heard from me was on the 21st of May, and it is now the 9th of July. So, yeah, it is. it has been a little while since I have uh, mustered up the, to be honest, the motivation to want to do this podcast. Uh, it has been... A real uphill battle, and uh, being locked down once again certainly uh, hasn't helped that. Uh, I've had a kind of a real identity crisis with this whole podcast, and uh, I've I've definitely struggled with it a lot. Uh, but nevertheless, I did have a bunch of uh, things that I recorded before all of this shit happened, and much like last year when you know. I had months at home with nothing to do. I wanted to take this opportunity to go through uh, that relatively recent archive and kind of clear it out before I made any sudden moves into what may come next. So, today you are going to be hearing the first of a bunch of episodes that I recorded uh, throughout this year in various locations, with a bunch of really, really cool people. As much as I've had difficulty getting motivation to actually put the podcast together, doing the interviews most of the time is a real thrill. Today is no exception. Today, we are talking to Sydney band Stumps. They put out their debut album, All Our Friends, in December of last year. I met them through a few different connections. So, uh, Merrick, their bass player, I met when he was in a melodic hardcore band called Perspectives. And uh, trust me, we get right into that. There's a there's a lot of uh, melodic hardcore early 2010s talk. So, uh, if you're a fan of that sort of stuff, then you are going to really enjoy... Uh, getting into the depths of that. There's some there's some really fun stuff there. There's also a connection with uh, their lead singer, Kyle, uh, who is the brother of previous guest of the show, Bray Fisher, from Dear Seattle. Uh, so, we kind of had that little connection there, and uh, yeah, it's, it's the classic, you meet one person, then you meet two other people, and then they introduce you to two people, and so on, and so on, and so on. So, we had Kyle, Merrick, and Jono out the back of the Lansdowne before they played a headlining show to launch the album, some six months after the fact, but, you know, better late than never, of course. And indeed, uh, they will be back out on the road, touch wood, patent pending, this coming September. Uh, they're going to be doing a bunch of headlining shows around the country, so if you are interested, definitely check that shit out. It was interesting because Merrick and Jono have been playing in bands for ages, whereas Kyle had never been in a band prior to Stumps, so you get a real mix of uh, approaches to music here, and uh, a bunch of very fun stories in the mix as well. Let's get to it. This is my chat with Stumps. Hi everyone, I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in bar bands today. I would like to introduce you to my friends, Stumps. Yay! Hey! Please introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Kyle, I'm the vocalist and guitar player for Stumps. I'm Johnny, I play drums. I'm Eric, and I play bass. Damn right you do. It is Friday night, we are in Sydney, New South Wales, Australia, and Stumps are... 
finally playing real, live, living, breathing, human interacting, not in front of a screen, rock and roll concerts. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Oh, oh yeah. How does finally. it feel, as Bob Dylan once said? <laughs> It's fucking excellent. That's bloody good. Yeah, dog. <laughs> we're getting heckled already. Uh, absolutely. Like, we're back yeah, in the belly that, of the that, beast. That's when you know it's tangible, exactly. right? That's when you know it's here. When was the last time you guys got to play? Uh, we got to play in November last year, but they were all sit-down shows. Uh, uh, like, I think it was like seven shows in four nights. Mm, we yeah, played yeah. that. Yeah, that was how was the, Yeah, how was, the, how was the Stumps Cabaret experience? <laughs> it, was, it was all right. I mean, you get a lot of legs with us anyway. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there was the can-can came out a couple of times perfect a signature move of mine and uh, just a lot of unsuspecting people you'll love to see it exactly yeah, <laughs> let's take it back about a decade where I meet Whoa. this young man for the first time <laughs> in a rock and roll outfit by the name of Perspectives what a time right surprised you didn't Absolutely. meet Johnny while you were there surprisingly yeah I, I met like three out of the five I think yeah. I think. Where were you, John? Yeah, I'm we, often I, the one who's... <laughs> I slip through the... The cracks. Through the cracks. Classic drummer, that. That's like, oh, remember that? Yeah, that Johnny guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We must have been, I reckon, maybe Chatswood Youthy oh, or yeah. the Annandale or one of those. But, uh, yeah, we... we yeah. VRIP to both of those places, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it's weird to feel nostalgic for a year that still has two zero one in front of it. It doesn't feel like that long ago until you realise, oh yeah, no, we're in two zero two territory now. Like <laughs> time fucking gets away from you, doesn't it? Thinking about being in that band, and I'm like, oh, how long ago? I'm like, oh, maybe five or six years, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that was ten. Uh-huh. Uh, I was in that band in 2011. Like, yes, indeed. Shit, oh, maybe even before that. When did you start? It was like 2000. I think 2010, it was 2011. It's yeah. not the Roman numerals in our logo. Yeah. Oh, of course. And we were in another <laughs> like band together. Yeah. Well. It was always going to be in Roman numerals. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. The, do you guys remember the band Clipped Wings? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember oh. that they tried to do Roman numerals on the back, but they fucked it up until it said 2025? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so they are officially going to be forming in four years' time. Oh, so look, look, look forward to that. Out. Next time I speak to Timmy, I'm like, where's yes. that reunion? Yeah, where's that fucking reunion, Oh, who's called you? Who's Clippings is Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of other people. Wild times. Well, next time I see Christian. Yeah, next time. Yeah. yeah. There's Clip Wings, Cold Youth. And Snake Pit. And Snake, Snake Pit. Pit. Metcalf. That was so good. Yeah. Metcalf? Yeah. <laughs> Simpler Jeez, times, right? So straight up, this, Wild this whole podcast is just going to be half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's primarily going, oh, just going to yeah. be. It's primarily just going to be. Huh, remember? <laughs> remember all that teen angst? Oh, yeah. good lord! Oh, not now. Now we're all Dude, those, now we're all grown men. Smelt so bad. Oh, because I'm surrounded by kids who, yeah, kids who wore Lynx Africa primarily. I know, yeah. Easing off it. <laughs> are you? Are you You're leasing off the Lynx Africa? I'm more of a David Beckham these days. Oh, uh, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. I can I'm say that. Maturing in my I, I respect that. Rising. My mum would always give me like one of those shower set uh, Lynx Africa things for Christmas. Oh, true. It's like a returning joke, both me and my brother. And every single year, I would be donating it, donating it to Johnny. And <laughs> Johnny's amazing. He's been loving it. And now he's, now, he's, uh, now he's come out, so next Christmas, I won't know who to give it to. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm so gutted. I apologize. <laughs> I'm gutted. I don't know where Bray's been giving his. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> yeah, that's in the sealed section. I'll tell you that much. After that band splits up, I, I don't see you for a little while. And then it must have been at like a, I think maybe a West Eb show at like fucking the Cambridge. I run into you and yeah, just like, dude, what yeah. the fuck are you doing here? He's just like, oh, I'm playing here with a, with a new band. And I was just like, oh, cool. And that's where I meet you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wild times. Yeah. Wild times. So, man. yeah, that was that was our first time crossing paths. And then uh, maybe a few months later, like I see a photo of you and Bray together. I'm just like, oh, wait, are you two? And then it's just like, oh, yeah, okay. And then the dominoes start falling into place. And then I realize, oh, we should have met. Much sooner than yeah, we did. <laughs> much, much sooner. Instead, it had to be on the Velcro floors of the Cambridge. Yes, man. indeed. <laughs> Always a strange place to talk about. Yeah, 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 exactly. What an excellent segue that was. <laughs> oh, my Props Lord. To you. This I love man. that smell. It's oh, like that, it is. It I is. I love the smell, but... The aircon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the aircon oh. is intense. Best but aircon. It, it, it does have a PS2 
two up there. Yeah. So, you know, that's always nice. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah, we got spanked uh, in Tekken oh, by Press, oh, press yeah, Club. Right. Press, press Club. Dude, Shout press out to Club. Press Club. Shout them out. Like, they are wizards. <laughs> Absolute Tekken wizards. wizards. Um, their bass player, I forget his name, and he'll, hopefully he'll forgive me, but um, <laughs> he was, like, vomiting from, like, insane food poisoning. And, oh, God. Like, shout out to him, because he went through the whole set just dripping. Absolutely dripping. <laughs> well, like, dripping down insane. his mouth? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, no, like, not an issue. <laughs> yeah. So I begin these by tracing back the initial interest in music, specifically where it changed over from being something that you were watching on TV, listening to on the radio, etc. To this is what I want to do. I want to sing. I want to play instruments. I want to be in a band. All that sort of stuff. Uh, Carl, we'll start with you. Can you tell me how music kind of factored into your childhood and your upbringing, and if there was kind of a switch on moment for you? Bray was uh, one of the guests on our live episode last year, so uh, going to go out on a limb and say it's a similar trajectory. It's definitely a similar trajectory. Yes, like, uh, and yeah. It's probably like an equally sad sort of like segue into it but yeah our upbringing was uh purely based around my father's record collection he was sort yeah. of one of those guys that was so i think he was like really into early napster and he was a bit of a tech whiz, oh really so he would collate he was a hacker crazy <laughs> straight up man hacker yeah yeah, yeah. hackers like during that weird uh 1990s <laughs> sort of visualization of hackers <laughs> in Sued by Metallica. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, yeah, he was into that. And so he would make all of these CDs for people and just send them out. And he always just had these CDs just flying around. There were all these blank CDs. You would put it into a CD player and just not really know what the hell was happening. And so that was the... Uh, that was what I remember very, very early on. And then unfortunately, he passed away in 2001 and mm-hmm. while we were living over in the States. And so uh, the whole family moved back to Australia because we didn't have a green card. So it was pretty much right, he, uh, yeah. he passed away and it was like, all right, buddy, get the hell out of here. And uh, while we were resettling in Australia, my mom had made a promise to uh, my dad that uh, we need to learn how to play guitar. And so I think one of the first purchases that we got uh, was two little nylon string guitars. And me and my brother started learning how to play. Same, same model? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like nameless... Like plywood, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, like the Mexican, made yeah, a hundred percent, man. Oh, I don't even think it was that. Like it was like they were awful. Looking back at it, but I still actually have it. I still have it at my mom's place, and I still play it from time to time oh, that's just for beautiful. the memories. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that was sort of the initial foothold in the music world, just trying to replicate brilliant, brilliant players that I was well out of my depth yeah (laughs) (laughs) to try and replicate that's what we're all doing deep down isn't it straight up man straight up and so yeah yeah yeah, that was sort of where it all initially started nice what about you man yeah well i started drumming when i was in like year three with school bands oh wow yeah yeah, yeah. it's been a long time and the first band i started was like a vines cover band in year eight no shit (laughs) and it was sick obviously of course yeah (laughs) so we, we just got fell in love with it like played school assemblies and stuff started playing writing our own songs and that was probably in like year nine or something we started yeah, doing like right. the local council sort of um youth competitions Shout which was out. fun probably where i met merrick our yeah, bassist yeah. eventually left we got him involved in that band and then that band sort of somehow turned into perspectives we just swapped singers basically we yeah, had a girl yeah. singer before and it was like a paramour sort of situation oh right and yeah, then yeah, yeah. We needed a singer last minute and we just got Rob, jumped in, did a bit of screaming and everyone was like, that was dope. That was so good. And perspective sort and the of rest is history. grew into that. But um, yeah. yeah, just playing those first early shows, like just feeling the energy on stage and just that feeling is just what got me hooked. Beautiful. And I haven't stopped. Yeah. Merrick, you know? what about you? I've got a, a funny kind of link up because... Um, Kyle actually taught me how to play guitar when I was in year seven. No shit. I was like best mates with Bray at high school. We'd like, you know, when you become best friends with someone after like three days when you're oh, 12, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. my fucking best friend. <laughs> and then at, I saw that Bray played guitar and I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Like I could get into that. And I knew, I'd met Kyle a few times and knew Kyle reasonably well at this point. And he was like, yeah, I'll teach you. Like give me 10 bucks for half an hour every Monday. And me and my other mate, Jack, Used to roll around after school on Mondays and get guitar lessons. Business and then, was booming. Yes, mate, sir. Business was booming. Wrong, 20 bucks a week when you're in what, year it nine? It was so sick, man. It was good shit. It was so, so good. You guys introduced me to a bunch of really cool stuff too. Yeah. As well. And then we, um, so we did that for, I don't know how long, a while though, a year, at least a year. And then, yeah. yeah, easy. And then I decided just, 
I was getting more into things and decided to buy a bass just because I was like, oh, Kyle, like, this could be cool. Yeah. And we just kind of messed around with it for a bit. And then one of the people in me and Johnny's kind of, well, Johnny's band at this point, when their bass player left, was like, oh, I saw a photo of Merrick playing bass on Facebook. And we went to primary <laughs> school together. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Do you reckon he would want to be in the band? And I was like, Pfft. What is this? And then I turned up. I'm like, oh, this is super fun. Actually, can right. I join? <laughs> and then, um, yeah, linked up with Johnny. And so I would have been in year ten when we started. Well, when I joined that band, you were in, and then we did Perspectives, and then rolled straight into Stumps. When Kyle was like, I got some songs I want to play around with, and yeah, and yeah. so I, I kind of weirdly weaved this whole story together somehow. Yeah, well done, man. <laughs> well done. Nice. You you love it. Linear storytelling. It's yeah. beautiful. Did you all grow up around the similar sort of area? Yeah. 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 So was it a was it like growing up? Was it just a matter of just like, oh, you like this band? Well, fuck, I like this band. Shit, we better be friends. There's only two of us that like this fucking yeah. band. It was it was <laughs> kind of strange. Like I like mine was because like Merrick's been sort of like a a younger brother to me just because he and my brother were just inseparable. Like he, like you said, best friends after three days. Like it was yeah, yeah, impossible yeah, yeah, to yeah. get him out of our house and our cupboard. Uh, and then through that, we met Johnny and. The rest of the uh, Perspectives crew had also had a bunch of other friends. Like, we met all the Metcalf guys, the guys from Fresh Nelson. Like, it was uh, when Dear Seattle first started up. Yeah, of course. There was, uh, there was always people just coming in and through the house that it was almost like our friendship group was sort of born out of a scene that was all almost like a little corner of a scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all the all the kids just sort of hanging out, just being like, we're all really good friends. We're just yeah, going to around yeah. Kyle's. <laughs> mum's uh, glass table out the back of our place and that was sort of like where it all started it was like people would just turn up randomly so it was it wasn't so much that we sort of had this random stumbling moment it was almost like yeah, it kind of just yeah. collected people along the way yeah yeah, I think yeah, yeah it was like a lot of people on the beaches like where we grew up so many great musicians and so many great bands from the beaches but there's not much of a scene on the beaches as yeah such. yeah yeah you look at the beaches bands killing it now and yeah. it's amazing you know you've got like Ocean lime and ocean alley and crocodilus and winston surf shirt seattle yeah, like, of course yeah. So many great yeah, artists, but there wasn't that many venues to play, and so yeah, it, it was, was really strange. It was kind of yeah, isn't. like we had. There still isn't. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was. It's weird that, like you know, we obviously we linked up at various points, but there was hard to know who listened to what because there was a big hardcore scene, but yeah, there was not much else live for kids going on. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. other realms, so yeah. especially for how specific our music taste was as well. Yeah, it was like it was well, well, it was the same mainstream. growing up. Like I, I grew up in Nara, and I was just like, yeah, the only like all ages shows that us kids could go to was just like punk and hardcore shows. It's just yeah. like, well, I guess we like this music now. You yeah. know, like we would have ended up liking That's it regardless. So but like, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> well, now are you be with that? It's either this or I sit at home. You know, <laughs> sit, sit at home playing PlayStation Two. So. <laughs> Oh, my Absolutely. options are extremely limited at this point. <laughs> Man, now are youthy with that like weird, oh the like open the road, the little yeah yeah yeah. Watching Breaker Leg like, there was top ten. Oh fucking oh, little lake just, thing, the lake bit. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's right onto the back oh, of a lake. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. exactly right. That yeah. was all time crazy days. Let's go around the horn. When and where was the first time that you performed live in front of people? Oh. First time live, I think it would have to be like one of those weird school guitar ensemble things. Oh, true. It was year seven. Playing like classical? Uh, playing classical guitars, but definitely not classical music. It was <laughs> yeah, just right. whatever our absolutely insane guitar teacher was going for. And at <laughs> the time, he was like, you guys could play Dire Straits. Songs are sweet. Go! And we're like, we're like 13. No one's been playing for that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's been playing long enough to do a convincing Mark Knopfler. Absolutely was a. Yeah, I think that that would have to be the first, outside of like playing to my mum or something like that. <laughs> Sounds like your teacher was getting money for nothing. Yeah, straight up was. <laughs> yeah? He, huh? he huh? really bloody was, my <laughs> How <friend>. about it? <laughs> yeah. Now, you said you were playing in year three? Yeah. <laughs> and I, my first show, I'm pretty still disappointed in myself about this. <laughs> it was, this, um, this. This can only end well. It was Beacon Hill McDonald's. In the car park? No. Or in the actual the McDonald's? Well, McDonald's like, playground. It was Happy Day or something. Yeah, yeah. it would definitely would have been So this was like day, Chroma right? Primary School, Year 3, junior, right. junior band. Yeah. I was a drummer, but um, this was like early days. This is early days in the band. So there was like me and another drummer, 
And the song we were playing was We Will Rock You. Uh-huh. But the way we'd work the drums, we sort of... Someone was on the snare drum and someone was on the bass drum. Right. And the other... I think I was on bass drum, but the other person wasn't there. And I was like, so... I couldn't do it. I was like... That's I half the part. There. I, wasn't, I wasn't there yet. So we were playing We Will Rock You and it was just... Dun, dun. <laughs> Which dun, dun. kind of sounds cool now that I think about it. It could have been a cool rendition. It's a great arrangement. I'm very yeah. disappointed I didn't do the job there and just... <laughs> I would have blown people away. Oh, fucking no. You really would have. But I, I couldn't. I was like, yeah, three. I was, what, ten? Yeah. Nine? Yeah. We, we, yeah, can, was... we can sort that out for when you guys do like a version. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. We'll get, we'll, yeah. Get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you in. We'll get you in. Just the only, only, only the play <laughs> <to> snare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just address it. Oh. Yeah, don't address it just once. Just yeah. a, a, a single <laughs> snare in the corner. Really dramatic smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are not allowed to break eye contact with the camera at all. The whole time. The whole time. Just staring. Staring at the camera. Oh. That's a, that that yeah. Then you Come print on, money. J, you, know you, you, know, you know you want it. You know you know you want it. That is a license to print money, people. <laughs> Honest to fucking god. All right, Maz. Now it is your turn, well, young man. I actually have pretty much the same story. Year three band Beacon Hill Mackers. Oh shit! Mac-Happy Hell Day. yeah! Wait. Same super contribution. Were we in the same band? <laughs> we're in different years at primary oh, school. Shit. I was a year below you, I but don't... I did the exact same gig and I played percussion and so I the played year after snare. Yeah. But I wasn't the guy who dogged you on snare. <laughs> you're about to blow my mind. Thankfully. But, yeah, <laughs> when you were telling been... this whole story, I'm like, no. <laughs> no <laughs> way. That's no <laughs> way. Whoa. Um, how long we've known each other and this yeah, has never come yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. This is mind-blowing. I also, however, was an absent snare player because there was one part where I had a solo and all I had to do was go, ba, 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 ba. That was it? Completely fucked it. <laughs> Completely fucked it. <laughs> Stop playing. Shit. And the rest of the band was only playing on four and one. So it was like. <sighs> and then because I fucked it, everything went silent. It hurt. Oh. I think my parents, I don't know if they were there or not, but they were disappointed yeah. either way. They could tell. Yeah, they certainly weren't after that before. <laughs> <laughs> so, off hell. No happy um, meal for you, young man. not here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't believe we haven't had that that's conversation crazy. before, yeah, Johnny. Man, that's that's crazy, crazy, man. Wow. Wow. Percussion in the Chroma Primary School band from Year Three to Year Six as well. So Shout there you go. out, Shout out, Mackers, man. Before I before Formative. I made my wild transfer to Kyle Fisher's guitar <laughs> laboratory, the the laboratory, <laughs> yeah, yeah, step into the lab bedroom. Situation. Yeah. Was oh, not that weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a normal bedroom. <laughs> I don't want to make you sound like a, yeah. it's a sex dungeon. Yeah. It's exactly <laughs> my high school sex I dungeon. Just had wrought iron <laughs> from the, hanging from the ceiling. It's the only way I slept like a bat. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness me! This is not PG. I'll no, tell you that no, no, absolutely not. Definitely not. All right, now let's talk about the bands that were going on before Stumps. We will get to perspectives. Don't. Don't you worry your pretty little faces about that. But you, I had mm. not met Mm-mm. prior to Stumps. So, I want to know, give me give me a little highlight reel. What were you doing? Never in a band before. Fuck off. Never in a band before. How? Rarely ever sang. Rarely, rarely ever sang. Uh, I, I think I did like a couple of uh, solo guitar sort of things and somewhat sang in them. Like, it was never anything great. It was just things that I would fill in. But I had never... I've never really had singing lessons. I've never really done anything like that. And uh, I sort of tried to tout myself as a bit of a composer, I guess. And so I had like studied getting into like film and video game composition. Mm. And so that was my sort of love for a very long time. And the reason why Stumps had started was because I was meant to be heading over to Canada to go and start an internship to try and pursue that. Right. And it became a moment where I accidentally sliced my finger open, had 10 months' worth of rehab to it, and uh, in that angst of that, I just ended up playing some pop songs and started singing. And I was like, sod it, let's just try this out, and had the guys around. I was like, hey, what do you think of this? So, yeah, before Stumps... Not a whole lot. So you were you were surrounded by like all these bands coming all through these and all that stuff. Musicians and and, and and never once never backed did myself as a singer. Never had anyone come up to me and be like, "Hey man, you play guitar? 
do you want to jump in? Uh, never had any of those moments. I was like, cool, I'm just going to be a lone ranger here and just go Yeehaw. for it. I, I thought that that was always just going to be my path to be this solo musician and just do compositional stuff. But That uh, is such a trip. Yeah, after the accident, I was like, you know what? Sod it. I'm just going to write these songs. And yeah, these boys sort of went, yeah, these are really good. Let's go for it. So. Perfect. All right, Nostalgia Time, motherfuckers. Tell me about the first Perspectives show. When and where? First official show would have been that <laughs> Fire Ant with clipped wings. Yeah. Where was, was Fire Ant? Was, was that a Beaches place? Fire Ant was, was like a Prax studio in Brookie. Oh, that one. That was like, so much yeah. fun. It was like a foyer to the band room and oh. we just set up in the corner. Was that a similar thing where it's just like there were no venues so you literally had to book out the rehearsal spaces to put on shows? Pretty much. I think yeah. the people who owned we it... Because we have it in Wollongong yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the people who owned it were like... If you want to have like a gig, you can, but like we can only fit, you know, 50 people in this room kind of thing. We <laughs> it's like, just like, let's go. Let's get 80 in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you actually get that many people? There was, was a lot squishy. of people. Yeah, there yeah, was a lot of people. Photos. There's one sick photo also, throwback, of Rob the singer doing the whole mic grab thing yeah. to none other than Bo, our current manager. <laughs> Fuck and off. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's how we like met Bo, through like just being a Speckos sweater. That's so, so dope. It's crazy. Oh, that's this beautiful. It's all come together. You were getting mic grabs at your first show? That's insane. I think we played a cut. I think it was, <laughs> yeah. a, I think it was I Have Heart. Was, I know, I was or something. Say, it would have been Have Heart. It would have been Have Heart. That is the best <laughs> way to get the mic grab photos by doing covers. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's borderline Machiavellian because <laughs> it makes it look like everyone is stoked on your shit, but it's really they're just stoked on someone else's 100%. shit. Yeah. And nothing's changed since with us. Absolutely. Oh. Oh, we get we get some cheeky covers tonight from day one. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till tonight's photos come out, and we've just like copied and pasted the crowd like twenty times. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, two thousand cap venue. Yeah. Yeah, it's just up. me giving thumbs up for like, like <laughs> six rows. Dude, we, we are one hundred percent making that <laughs> just for you. Oh, we are making that I look just forward for you. to that I'll immensely. And just five thousand DJ wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> let's let's do let's do a, like a little fucking highlights reel because you kids got to do some insane fucking shit. Like yeah, you guys yeah, got to did. play a lot of fucking shows, especially like with international bands and like bands that you guys looked up to. You know, like that was like the beauty of that genre. Like yeah, totally. We played with like some of our heroes: Latitude, yeah. Defeater, Title um, Fight. We missed out on... Yeah, we got off no, the title you, fight, but yeah. someone was away. Uh, true. Was um, it Touche? Did you guys open for Touche? I can't remember. Rob would have lost I, do, I, yeah. I feel... I don't think we did, to be honest. I don't think uh, we I did. don't think we did. But we did Lattice, Lattice, Lattice we Butte, Defeater, we did... Story So Far. Story So Far. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bane. Bane. We did... Senses Fail. Funeral for a Friend. Yeah. Like, these, like, and Christ, that's that's all before you've... I'm pretty sure that's all before you can't turn like 25. So oh, like, easy. Yeah. Yeah. easy. <laughs> like, it would have been 21. Yeah, you, you've been you guys, in high school when we played Literal children. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys, had, like, Merrick would have been like, There's what, a photo 17, of, that, of yeah. us with the singer in yeah. like the foyer and we look so young. So oh. fanboy. And it's so cute. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, like, is it is it the thing where it's just like if you were trying to play those shows now, like as adults, like you would have like freaked out. But like back then, it's just like, oh yeah, we're just playing a show. It's cool, you know. Like, or was it even more nerve wracking back then? I don't know. I feel like I didn't get nervous for many shows back then, and I feel like it was that kind of youthful naivety. But I used to freak out when we got supports. Like I remember Dan Nasser great friend and our booking agent at the time mm-hmm. called me and he's like you're supporting La Dispute and I was like sprinting around my parents <gasps> house like oh this is the coolest thing ever my favourite band and it's like I look back at that I'm like fuck I was really excited about stuff like yeah, now dude. when yeah. cool news comes to I'm like awesome like I'm yeah, obviously pumped like, but like oh, nice. I don't get out of my chair <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sprinting upstairs no man I'm not like telling mum who doesn't know what a La Dispute is and why it is one <laughs> yeah it's there's some Moments where I was like super pumped, but then thinking back, I don't really remember being nervous or understanding the kind of scope of the situation. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Like, I didn't know what a yeah. fucking sound check was. I remember going, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, what do I do? Like, <laughs> like, oh, just, like, ask for what you want in the wedge. I'm like, oh, uh, what's a wedge? Yeah. You're like, I can't hear a thing anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 12, and what is this? <laughs> 
there was heaps of that until pretty much the end of perspectives. Like, I don't think I really figured much out about how to, like, stage things right and yeah, how to do yeah, like, yeah. It was all just very, like, off the cuff, see what's up, and then... Yeah, sure. Great experience for being in a band now, because oh, obviously... Drove around the country lots and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah especially yeah. for me, like I, like I said, not being in any bands before, had never played with anyone, never played to a click track, never played to a drummer, never mm. did any of that. And so these guys being so insanely tight, like they had so many years under their belt because of it, it was just like, ah, oh, it made the road was like paved in gold. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. Did you guys have any other uh, like bands or other projects outside of? Speckies that you, got, you were doing before Stump started? We had Standing Silence, which was the band that was, like was before Paramore, so. Perspectives. But yeah, then yeah, yeah. when Perspectives started to kind of like fizzle out, we didn't do anything until Stumps. Like we didn't have any other things going on on the it side. It was pretty close. Yeah. The overlap was pretty close, to be yeah. honest. Like, yeah. Were you guys like burnt out? Was it, no. was it, was we it were, just kind we of things running its when course? you guys did the, uh, the farewell tour? We were like yeah. pretty slack towards the end of it. Like, our guitarist moved to Melbourne and we got and he was sort of, he managed us as well and yeah. it got very hard to sort of like keep things together and we all had like uni or other things going on and it definitely started to slow down a lot but yeah. um, we never sort of actively made the decision to say all right it's done it was like we yeah. put out an album and we didn't play a show for yeah. at least a year after that yeah right yeah it's kind of it's kind of sad like. it is thinking back like yeah. i really do wish we like did more with it it is what it is we had some fantastic shows towards the end yeah we had a great send-off the last two shows we played were amazing and yeah yeah, 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 yeah. fun memories and was it kind of a matter of being drawn to music outside of that kind of circle of melodic hardcore as well like wanting to start afresh yeah I think a couple of the other guys in the band were definitely done with that type of music like I think sure, yeah. kind of like Fletcher who is our guitarist in perspectives and, and produced the Stumps record and has produced all the Stumps stuff yeah he was getting more involved in producing and listening to less of that like less kind of melodic hardcore and hardcore in general mm. I think I mean I've always listened to a big range of stuff but I still yeah. really enjoyed it but I think we were all as a collective not listening to as much of it as we used to and I think when we were making the album we were like we weren't even listening to the bands when we were making the album and then yeah, the album yeah. came out we are like oh it doesn't sound like anything really because we weren't like we're all just in really different headspaces yeah and, sure and we loved the songs and I think like I still love the songs, but you can tell sonically that we're kind of in a lot of different worlds with some of the like later Speckos stuff. Yeah, so. sure, 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 sure. When and where was the first stump show? Uh, in my backyard. No shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, through right. a yard party. Hell uh, yeah. I, yeah, I grew up uh, across the road from a uh, retirement village that my uh, my nan was at, and so I told my nan about it, and she was like, "All right, love, I'll tell the I'll tell the oldies to turn their hearing aids down." And I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were going to say, "All right, I'll bring them over." <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Just nan out for a crowd, we, dude. Yeah. We, we genuinely Your neighbor did. jumped we the had fence. A, we had a neighbor that jumped the fence. We had another friend of ours band play uh, Pantera. Uh, a cover of Pantera Yeah And he jumped the fence And started moshing in, <laughs> in the middle of the Hell yard. yeah, yeah that, That's uh, so shout sick Shout out to Brad At uh, 53 Brunel Street My main man Big big love That was huge man yeah. that, that yard show was so much fun We had us uh, Whatever that band was called what, what did they call themselves? Like, it was just a collective of like Space mates Bunk. of ours that yeah, just yeah. went hard for it, it's and then like Space Bunk. Jazz is like hardcore. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. Bowen Jazz is hardcore. Space Bunk played that as well. Yeah, Space Bunk yeah. played it as well. And Who? Yeah, Did Seattle yeah, yeah, Seattle yeah. played it as well. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, man. And this was like just before um, the Meadows blew up. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just before. Crazy I think days. it was like maybe a month before. Yeah, and Simo played in. Stumps, Space Monk, and Dear Seattle. Yeah. Like at the time, oh, Simo was in all three bands. Man's arms were worn out. He Ma- was. Mad respect. He just got more increasingly drunk. He was really good for our set. <laughs> <laughs> How was it for you though, as a as a like as a performer? Because you know, like you were saying before, like you'd never done anything like this before. I was okay. Like I, I thankfully I, I yeah. don't get. Was too, it because it was in that circle nervous. of trust? I think yeah. in that circle of trust definitely yeah. made a massive difference. And uh, I, I try to practice as much as I possibly can to the point of just losing my mind to it and like being really secure in the process of it so yeah yeah um yeah that that sort of helped a mm-hmm. lot and so uh yeah I, I I'm kind of it's sort of weird in that respect like I yeah I, I did not feel any nerves towards it at all I did, felt really yeah. really like 
really safe and secure and it, was yeah. so happy to happy to fail with it like I was setting yeah. up the sound system I was mixing it all on the fly it was uh, it was just heaps of fun did that change when you performed in front of strangers or was it was it did it get to the point where you just a like little. I'm okay with this yeah we, one, we right? played uh, we opened for Crocodilus at a, a place above a, a Mimo's Pizza uh, in Brookvale and from what I remember I, I wasn't too nervous I wasn't too nervous I I was because we had your um, th- an old line chef from Merrick's old work, an old cafe down there, just heckling oh, us the whole time. Oh no shit! Shout <laughs> out to Big Bob. <laughs> Big Bob, he was just drunk oh, as been like, oh, I used to be in a band back in the day. And we're like, thanks, <laughs> cool, Bob, man. because we yeah. knew to, like I was so new to stage interaction. So I was like, really, man? Like, tell us more about that. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about your childhood. Yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. Had no idea, and then. <laughs> Eric and Johnny are like, dude, what are you doing? This All right, stop. next song. Let's go. This, yeah. Yeah, this isn't a podcast. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, no, no, no. Please, no, no, go no. on. Exactly. <laughs> Big Bob and the Stumps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Big Bob and Stumps. Oh, um, yeah. The, but yeah, the no, split I, seven inch I mean, coming no, soon. Like, thankfully, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really had too much um, uh, stage uh, fright or stage anxiety or yeah. nerves about performing. You just sort of got to jump at it yeah. as hard as you possibly can. Yeah. Be as prepared as you possibly can and just try and hit it. Sure. And then if you fuck up, who cares? Sure. Who cares? And do the two of you approach these shows differently now that you know you're kind of playing in a in a different medium? Obviously, you know there are there are less mic grabs to speak of, and there are less uh, oh, children less mic grabs. Yeah, less children climbing on one another's heads. But uh, you know, there's I don't there's, know, there's, there's, tonight, there's still a, yeah, <laughs> there's still a certain energy there, though. Obviously, very wildly different genres of music. Yeah, like, yeah. But it's still we approach it the same way. It's just fun being on stage, like. Yeah, I love it nonetheless. From a drumming perspective, it's obviously a lot easier on the body, not breaking as many cymbals, which is really nice for my wallet. <laughs> it's the response from the crowd, I guess. Most of the time, it's still that same love. You get on stage, you see them dancing around. Yeah. It's nice being able to be in a band now. Like Back when Speckers was around, I'd be like, I'd, there'd be a new person at work, and I'd be introducing myself, and they'd be like, oh, you're in a band? What sort of music do you play? It's like, oh, well. it's, uh, <laughs> it's like, I was like, oh, it's like, Melodic hardcore, they're like, what's that? And I'm just trying not to say screamo, but then it comes out like, oh, you mean screamo music? It's like, yeah. yeah so, sweet. yes, that's so what I mean. You got me. Nowadays, it's like, oh, I'm in this band at Stumps. It's like indie pop, rock, yeah, dance, yeah, yeah. rock. And they're like, cool, I'll come <laughs> yeah. check it out. It's easier to sort of spread the word of it. It's, it's, and it's co-worker rock. It, <laughs> it's safe for work rock. That's it, co-worker rock. Yeah, like safe that. for work rock. Yes, coin it. Oh, We're putting it in. Co-worker rock. Was 100% I'm introducing, that. introducing ourselves. Just being like, hey guys, we're co-worker rock outfit no. stumps. How the hell are we? That's amazing. Oh, beautiful. That's unreal. <laughs> One thing that's been, like not a challenge, but like a mm. recent thing is like playing to a click track. Like, in right. perspectives, it was like, let's just fucking... Blah, yeah. Like, speed up, slow down, do whatever. What's that for? Yeah, yeah. 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 Whereas, like, now, it it's like, we play to a click, we play to a track. It's like, you got to listen for stuff. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, you got to be, like, on. It's even as sharp as a tack. Even though up. it's, you know, easier technically in some regards, it's more difficult technically in some regards, but even the, you know, the fact of just having to, like, it's rather just- than, you know, me and Johnny have obviously played as a rhythm section for 10 years we're like yeah, pretty yeah, good yeah. at locking in but like now it's like oh that's not set by one of us it's like we play to daddy metronome now like, <laughs> it's, um, it's like a cool new challenge and you know something that just comes yeah. with what we're trying to do but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's one big difference between what we were doing and, and what we're doing now is like yeah like it's not just like bah, oh slow down oh sweet yeah, uh, 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 yeah 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 it's sick it gives us opportunity to play with heaps more stuff for sure yeah. and it, it's it's sort of super freeing in the creative process of it as yeah. well because you can yeah. kind of be like oh we can fuck with so many things and just yeah. see what comes out and then on stage we know that the set's just going to be fucking amazing every single time that we go out there yeah, yeah so yeah. there's like security in it and you're just sort of like rolling with it super easy to just trust everyone around you yeah in that respect but yeah when you're young I feel like you have this very 
idealistic view of what being in a band is like and what, you know, like playing shows is like and all that sort of stuff. Because, you know, we all grow up on like these rock documentaries and biopics and like VH1 and all that sort of shit. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) And it's there's always those moments in those like biopics and VH1s or whatever where it's just like, and this is where the band had made it, quote unquote. And it's this very like trite, idealistic view of like how it all operates. But I feel like every musician deep down one way or another has those moments for themselves, whether that's getting to play a certain venue, getting to do a show with a certain band or anything like that, you know, like it's just something for yourself more than anything. Like for you guys, like when you look at what you've been able to do in music thus far, like, is there anything that kind of sticks out to you particularly for like, if teenage me knew that, uh, or like even like young me, like just realizing what music is, you know, knew that pursuing this would eventually lead to this, they wouldn't believe me. I think, that uh, A Day for the Beaches festival that we did in Narrabeen, like playing in front of a lot of people, but I think having the sentiment behind it of it being solely for charitable sort of profits that were sent to a lot of brilliant organizations for mental awareness. Yeah. And that, that for me, I, even though I was definitely unaware of the importance of it being young, like mid-2000s, not mm. many people really knew about it. It was on their radar knowing that now and the importance that that probably has to a lot of kids that were the same age as me if I was looking back up at myself yeah I th- yeah. I'd, I'd be super proud of that moment for sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure and yeah it sort of it gives you a little bit of confidence in yourself sort of having those looking back moments yeah, yeah. for me it was getting to play at the Enmore Theatre if you told me when I was a kid that I'm going to get to play on the Enmore I went to my first ever gig when I was in year 7 I saw Jet play at the oh, M or yes. that was my first ever gig and Is that I, on the Get Born Tour? Yeah. Yeah. I, fuck I, I yeah. think so. And I just Huge. remember being just again one of those moments where I'm like, fuck, music is just so amazing. Like, yeah, I, dude. I was in love from that moment and that that theatre as well being as special as it is. Mm. If I could have told myself, yeah, you'll you'll get, get to, to play, play on there. there. That's incredible. Like for sure. That was yeah. That You're was getting told by the sound, the sound guy who's as old as time. Oh, yeah, he was like <laughs> he, he was came still up that, probably dude, there at that straight show. up. Yeah. Straight yeah. up, he definitely <laughs> would have been. And he came up to us. He was like, "You boys can really play." And like after Did that, he say moment, that, yeah, yeah. I was that. like, nice. "Oh my god!" <gasps> oh, <okay. laughs> thank you, Muppet <laughs> Wizard <laughs> creature. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows? He was probably like a vision of my imagination. That's how old this guy was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mez, what about you? That was definitely. Crazy I moment. don't know. I mean, like I'd say, Enmore would be a huge moment. The the one thing that I remember when we started the band, we were like, all we want to do is play a gig at the Stain, like this pub in Manly, where <laughs> oh, it's like yeah, bands yeah, yeah. play on a Thursday night. Yeah, Moonshine. Would Shout be like, out every Thursday would be Rest you know like peace, man. Wax would roll in, and then like you know the next week would be rolling blackouts or whoever it was yeah sure would always be really well booked in the sense that they were really good bands and it was often the last time you saw them in a small room on the beaches before they went on to do fantastic things yeah. when we started the band we're like all we want to do is play at the stain like that'd be like, yeah. play at moonshine on a Thursday night be fucking exactly. unreal support someone sick and then they're gonna blow up and we'll make really good friends with them <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I think when we when we did that it was like you know not long after being a band we obviously weren't holding the bar too high but like also it's still super cool that we got to do it yeah definitely um, it was like from then on it was like oh let's like for me personally it was just like oh well let's just see what else we can do like the one thing that I wanted yeah. to achieve in this band has been achieved in the first like eight months which is amazing like perfect what what can we go from here and then like you obviously like playing and more and, and doing things like Day for the Beaches and playing shows with like like Drop Festival in Manly was unreal. Yeah, that was sick. Playing been, with Jungle Giants Been able to do stuff. some yeah. some cool shit and, and hoping for heaps more. But none of you are thirty yet, are you? No. no. Yeah, right. But like I'm closest. Yeah, but even then, like you guys have like been involved in music in some way, shape, or form for like a, a considerable portion of your life. Do you feel like the motivation to continue to write and make music and 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 tour and like like be a musician in the present tense of constantly creating and and working and stuff like that? Do you feel that's the same as it was when you guys were first? initially getting interested and involved in music or do you feel like it's kind of shifted contextually as you've gotten older? I think for me it's definitely shifted in the sense of like we back in the day would be like have band prac once or twice a week and then 
write songs if we have songs to write, play songs if we don't have songs to write, and it would just be like, you know, kind of like playing live when you're young, just like yeah. off the cuff, whatever. Whereas now, you know, we'll go for long periods of time where we have to work and do whatever, and then we'll take a week off and go on a kind of writing trip. And we kind of, the time is segmented much more. 100%. And, you know, we don't yeah. go to Central Coast on a Tuesday night to play a youth center. It's like you two are just on weekends. And there's, I think the the drive is still the same and, and, and maybe even more so, but the kind of, you know, you get that kind of pragmatism about it when you're older of like, I'm not just going to drive to, you know, Central Coast and then yeah. to like fucking... Where was that place we played with? I was going to say Mullumbimby, but it's not that far. Mount Gambia or something? Like, you know, you're just like those that's in South Australia. towns and like, I was thinking where oh, Mitch, where we, Musclebrook, that's Musclebrook. Musclebrook. Oh yeah, that's where um, friends of the show eat your heart out are from. You know, those days of going Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like they're well behind me and, um, you know, like obviously the scene that we're in now is different and doesn't facilitate yeah. that as well. But yeah. yeah, I think like being a bit older, it's like changes the way you tour and the way that you approach writing and stuff because you've got to balance it with more stuff. But yeah, I think personally, like, yeah, the drive and stuff is the same, if not maybe. Yeah, maybe, I, yeah. I kind of feel like mine's sort of like almost extrapolating on your point. It feels like less spread. It feels more like almost sharp and targeted. It feels like yeah. as soon yeah. as you have time to be able to do it, there's almost something in the back of your head where you're like, oh, dude, I've got to go and do this. Like, I, like the drive is even more so, but you can sort of switch it on and off a lot more than I used to, whereas I used to just want to write all of the time, whereas now it's just you got to find those moments and you got to write everything down and be prepared and go for it and just see yeah. what falls out of the sky for you. Sure. Absolutely. I agree with everything both you guys just said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the passion, the love for writing is still there. It's just a lot more on a professional scale now in which we're smarter and we know what to do, when to do it. Yeah. And like the amount of shows we played in perspectives, as you said, which weren't the best. Even bands before that, every gig was at an RSL somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lewisham, RSL, all over the place, playing to like gigs where it'd Lucky be like tavern. It, <laughs> St. Mary's, like yeah. being around in it for so long, you just... You just get smarter. You learn. Yeah, totally. And only for the better of us now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Stumps, we will wrap it up here. But before we do that, I ask this of all of my guests. And now it is your turn. Ooh. I want to know about the best and the worst shows that you guys have ever played as individuals in your entire Ooh. lives. Oh, man. I've got... I've definitely got a worst. Bring I've it. definitely got a worst. Um, me and Bray... Kyle's brother and, and my, my best friend Bray and Simon who's playing guitar with us tonight actually mm-hmm. we're in a band in high school called The Lower Pluto and one time we played a show I think we would have been in year 11 and I didn't know what the dot on a boss chromatic tuner meant and I played the whole three or first songs half a step up than everyone else so wow. everyone else was playing in D and I was playing in D sharp and everyone in the crowd was like what is like? <laughs> I, I like to think it was some kind of like King Gizzard genius yeah, moment, like, but it's your microtonal, microtonal moment, moment yeah. yeah. But entirely accidental, and only after a little while did I realize that I sounded like shit and had to change that. Uh oh! So that was my worst gig moment. I think my best gig moment would have had to have been playing playing at. Monster skate park in perspectives purely for the fact of someone was like, You're playing at a skate park, and I was Fucking like, hell That's yeah, dude. the coolest thing I've ever done. Straight and while we're up. playing, it's like people skating behind you, and it was my oh, like fuck, 2000s yeah. movie fun. moment. Yeah. And straight up, I've man. definitely what like, was that? The anthem by uh, Good Charlotte, Good Charlotte, is yeah, that yeah, that yeah. film clips? In yeah, the middle of the skate yeah, park, yeah, right? yeah, 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 like, exactly. You had that moment, that was yeah, that hell was yeah. My, that shit rocks, my dude, straight up, man. Like. That would, I think that was the first time I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm cool. I'm in a punk band. Like, Fuck yeah, so dog. Sick. So that, that yes, would be sir. So yeah. sick. Kyle, what about you? Uh, my worst experience was in one of those uh, aforementioned guitar ensemble things uh-huh. where I was at school and I think it was like an open day. And so the, uh, the parents of the guitar players were all obliged to be there. 
Of course. It, it didn't sound great. It was dog awful. <laughs> and uh, it was just like, it was so shit. And I remember being on the stage and I remember seeing someone's lead get caught underneath my seat and I went to move it back and I fell off the back of the stage <gasps> into the lockers. So I was sort of like crumpled like a panini just in the back of this, <laughs> in the back of this. And I've gone to try and get myself out. And uh, all I've seen is just three of the mothers who were filming the whole thing had gotten up to try and see me. (laughs) Just to get the shot. (laughs) No one was helping me. Everyone was just like, oh, we're not going to let him forget this. Little panini boy. So that was was definitely the worst one because I was crumpled up there for a long while. The song ended. (laughs) Um, No no one played through that. No No one played through that. Everyone just laughed. Yeah, best... I've only got stumps shows to go from. Like, I've had so many brilliant shows. We've had, like, too many for so many different reasons. Like, Enmore just for playing there, playing at, like, A Day for the Beaches. That was amazing with, like, a festival sound system. Playing Mm. in, like, The Greaser in Brisbane where there was that random Colombian family that were hanging out the front and they were just, like, singing arm in arm and didn't know any of the words and you could tell that they didn't know any of the words. That was sick. There were so many, like, really cool moments. But uh, yeah, it'd be hard pressed to find a best. Yeah, event. sure. I mean, all were great yeah, yeah, yeah. for different reasons. All right, I'm really struggling to think of the worst. That Macca's gig was pretty. <laughs> it's, it's still. Oh yeah, it's I can still see. Stuck in There's my a lot brain. of unresolved trauma there, man. As, as like, brilliant as an arrangement choice that. as it was, yeah, like the show itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were so many gigs like in that Bambi Force perspective when we were playing those RSLs. Yeah, those yeah, yeah. come to mind. You're just playing to other bands at that stage. Oh, of and course. it wasn't yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was whoever put the e- email the dude to put you on. It was like yeah. it was not a show. Yeah. So <laughs> any of those, but I'm, I might have to go for the Beacon Hill Maccas just for the lol. Yeah. Um, best shows like every headline we do seems to overtake itself for my favorite show. The last headline we want did was that Mona show, but that doesn't count because it was seated. But um, <laughs> maybe the the Your Old Man tour we did. Maybe oh, two Fox. years ago, Sly yeah. Fox. Sly oh, Fox. Yeah. Sly Fox was really I just cool. Look at the photos of that. I'm like, that was so fun. That was a lot um, of fun. But if I'm gonna pick one, I'm gonna say like the Perspectives final Sydney show. That was that super was emotional. Yeah, I, I still think that that's the most emotional show I've ever been to. All the emotions, and it was just yeah, a really incredible night, and really special. Yeah, that yeah, was sort of like a. It felt like a closing of chapters between all of our. Like that was how all of our friends became friends. Yeah, right? of course. And yeah, it was how Stump started. It's how our ethos started. Was through all of those friendships that were purely forged out of perspectives. Like yeah, that absolutely. band was so incredibly formative for our friendships and our love for one another. And then seeing it end. Yeah, I de- that's definitely the. Just the one most of those, like, what, emotionally going to happen mm. once as well, like the finality of it. Exactly, well, like, and every single yeah. person in that room had easily been to like ten show, ten perspective shows. Like every yeah, single yeah, person yeah. who was there was meant to be there, and there sure. was sure. It was a very emotionally charged evening. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Yeah, beautiful. All right, final questions. What's your band called? Stumps. What's your album called? All Our Friends. When's it out? It's out now. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny got a Johnny freaked out. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoy the show. Oh, you know I will. You know for a fact I will. There's going to be 5,000 of me in there. It's going to be a party. you out. Hell yeah. Festival DJ-wise. I'm David J. Jung, and all my friends are in Barbets.